Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Melly, and I'm your host today. The title of today's reading is Practical Christian Living. Jerry Bridges starts today's reading with a few verses from the book Titus. After Paul was released from the prison in Rome, he found out that some dishonest leaders were causing trouble among the people in the church over on the island of Crete in Greece. But Paul didn't waste any time. He commissioned one of his co-workers, Titus, to represent him there. And the book Titus in our Bible is actually a letter Paul wrote to Titus addressing the issues he saw in the church but the letter also meant for us to read as well. In Titus chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 says, Teach slaves to be subject to their masters in everything, to try to please them, not to talk back to them, and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted, so that in every way they can make the teaching about God, our Savior, attractive. Have you ever thought about those verses? where Paul talks about slaves being subject to their masters, it got me wondering if he was okay with slavery. You know, when we think about slaves today, it's all about the terrible stuff from Western slave trading or the harsh treatment of the Israelites by the Egyptians in Exodus. But back then, during Paul's time, it was different. Slavery was more like a war contract where people signed up to work for someone for a period of time, getting paid, getting food, and a place to stay. So when Paul tells slaves to submit to their masters, he's actually talking about some principles that we can apply in our relationships today. It's not about endorsing slavery, but more about how our conduct can reflect our faith. Paul is saying, hey, be trustworthy. Be responsible and excellent in your work because we are like walking advertisement for Jesus, representing him and his church. Imagine this. You walk into a Toyota car dealership and the salesperson is hyping up all these amazing features that about Toyota cars. And they're probably all decked out in Toyota gear. Logo everywhere, shirts, hats, even the cell phone case. But when you go to their employees' parking lot, all you see is their competitors' cars. Kind of throws you off, doesn't it? It's like if people selling the cars, they aren't driving them, how convincing it is for their buyers to buy the cars. And that's why a lot of car makers cut their employees some really sweet deals on their own cars to encourage their employees to buy what they build. Have you ever thought about making your faith in Christ attractive through your words and actions? In the letter Paul wrote to Titus, he instructs the people inside the church to lead others to Jesus by setting an example. So the question is, do we try to make our faith appealing at work or at school by being trustworthy, responsible, and 
excellent in what we do. It's not just about our personal success, but showing the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2 said, Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us. So Paul is saying that we should be like copycats of God to inspire people to follow Jesus. As a mom, I'm always looking for ways and ideas on what I can do to pass on my faith in Jesus to my kids so they can have an authentic faith that is unshakable so that my faith in Christ isn't just something I talk about. And they say faith is often not just what they are taught, but what they are caught at home. My sweet friend, Danielle, who is a mom of four young boys, gave me this book to read. It's called Sticky Faith, Everyday Ideas to Build Lasting Faith in Your Kids by Dr. Kara Paul. There's this idea from the book that stuck with me about cultivating a sticky faith in young kids. It's about keeping them connected, engaged, and fostering a personal relationship with Jesus. A sticky faith comes from seeing real life lived out faith in various people, such as mentors, siblings, pastors, aunts, or uncles. Basically, those whose faith is not just talked about, but is generally attractive to follow. You need those role models and examples to guide a young person towards a life of discipleship in Jesus. I believe this is what Paul is talking about here in Titus, that in everything we do and say, people we get to encounter with, we see Jesus in our words and actions. So in my office, I have those sticky notes literally everywhere. Each task gets its own sticky note. And when I complete it, I get this mini celebration. I crumble up that sticky note while I give myself a pat on the back. It's just so satisfying to crumble that piece of note and throw it in the trash after working so hard on it. But here's the thing. Not all sticky notes are created equal. Those dollar store ones might seem like twins to the fancy office steeple ones. But let me tell you, the stickiness is a whole different story. Sometimes before you even jot down a word, the stick parts already quit on you. I got a nicknames for those types, the three-second sticky notes. They might look the same, but man, do they not stick around. Maybe some of you know what I'm talking about. So how sticky is your faith? There are some questions that I want to challenge and encourage all of us to think about today. Is my personal faith in Jesus attractive to people around me? When people encounter me, do they catch a glimpse of God's loving kindness and compassion that leaves a lasting impression and has the potential to transform their lives? Does my faith point other people toward Jesus? Is my faith actually attractive to the people around me? Are there any area of my life that give poor witness? Who are the people in my life holding me accountable when I get off the track? And who are the people wanting me to become the person God created me to be? 
And whom am I discipling? Am I walking with anyone on their Christian journey of faith? If not, why is that the case? You see, we should be living out this faith that is both beautiful and humble, truthful yet merciful, gentle yet strong, making our faith in Christ and God's teachings attractive isn't just about what we say, but it's also about how we actually behave. I mean, look at Jesus. He is the perfect mix of truth and grace. Having an attractive faith doesn't mean we throw God's truth around, but not graciously with others. It's about sharing the gospel in both truth and grace with God's helping along the way. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Let your light shine before others. Think about it this way. A light bulb is made to give light, right? But if it's not plugged in or turned on, it's basically useless. So my hope is that we all become like these light bulbs plugged into God's spirit, shining our light in this dark world. That way our faith becomes something attractive to the people around us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for being our God our Savior, and for giving us, through Jesus Christ, all the grace that we need. Please continue to change our lives from the inside out so that those around us see the difference you make in our life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. And we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.